Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. If you can't handle that, you should probably leave. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. Welcome to another episode of Bustles and Bangers with your hosts, Rachel and Christopher Danger. And we, oh my gosh, it's so exciting. We have Kendra with us again. Hey, yeah, y'all. just hey. ran away. We, we just saw her an hour ago and said, hey, we're doing a podcast. Come on. Come on over. I just threw her in the trunk and said, come on, you're coming and with I us. I came willingly. Oh, yeah. And I it was very consensual. As well, getting out the trunk. So. <laughs> oh, no. It's okay. I'm mad well, that you didn't have the gasoline in there because, like, last time I kind of passed got out a little, a little bit. Yeah, little I thought high. we was going to yeah. have that, but mm-hmm. I got, I'll get the chloroform next okay, time yes. get you really going. Yeah, it's that really towel. good air freshener we yes. have. You wake up thinking, what happened to me? Really, mm. really refreshed. Oh. Yeah. Why <laughs> the my best toes hurt. My toes hurt. My fingers hurt. What's going on? Uh, sorry, I slammed one in the oh, truck okay. when I was shoving you in really fast. There were a lot of people around. I didn't want them to ask questions. They weren't. <laughs> they weren't. Well, speaking of weird shit, Kendra, um, I know you haven't been on for this book, but we have been reading this book called Inside Outside mm-hmm. by Philip Jose Farmer. Mm-hmm. And I randomly grabbed it off the shelf of a podunk little hole-in-the-wall bookstore here in our local area. And I thought, okay, well, there's two naked people on the front. They're really naked. They Uh are. Straight up. And so I thought this has got to be interesting. Because, like, I read the back of the book. Interesting. It has been. It is. It has been interesting. Very interesting. Okay, okay. But we're ending it. You, so you're here with us I'm to end to the it. End. Yep, this okay. is the fourth episode, fourth installment, uh, and so I'll just kind of catch you up a little bit. Okay. So we have been following two main characters, even though there have been like three people mm-hmm. like throughout the entire book being the main focus, but Jack Cole, Jackal. Jackal. Mm-hmm. And, Jackal. And Phyllis Nordstrom. Phyllis. And then I'll tell you additionally, like the third wheel has been this guy named Fyodor. Fyodor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay. A little bit foreign sounding, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So uh, he's they... from South Hell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so basically, this is like a religious heaven hell sci fi situation. Oh, okay. Um, so we've we've discussed that we <laughs> think we think this guy has been tripping. Intense. He's mm-hmm. been tripping. The author is definitely on some shit. Yeah. Mm. So uh, what you don't know, and I'll fill you in. So Philip and or no, no, Phyllis and Jack have been living in what everyone believes to be hell. Mm-hmm. But what they think hell is, is this sphere, kind of like a snow globe. And everybody is naked. Okay. And there are demons. Okay. But there are also call centers and briefcases. Hmm. And, and there's not a lot of normal food, but you can get coffee and tobacco. 
But it comes from the same tree, right? Right. A rock tree. And then there's these clouds. I think, I think that's what it's called, a rock tree. Rock tree. And then there's these clouds that form that are called mana clouds. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. how they eat. It okay. drops sustenance like spaghetti. It's very weird. Like cloudy with a chance of meatballs. <laughs> I was like, only like that only one in movie. hell. Cloudy with a chance of mana. A yeah. mana. Yeah. Ugh. So there's some drama um, okay. between Jack and Phyllis. Okay. They had a thing, but she like took off on him to get with someone who was higher up in the company that he worked for. So he's been like. You have to work in hell. Yeah. He worked at a call center, obviously. I was That's like, it seems kind hellacious. of like a, a play on like modern society yeah it's uh, yeah i mean what what is hell just drinking coffee and yeah yeah and uh, so anyway and they've also said all the time mm -hmm. people can die in here and an ambulance comes to get them but they're brought back to life okay because you better not get any rest because you know that wouldn't be fair and you can still cut yourself and bleed and people in the streets freak out when there's blood and they act crazy well as far as they know See, there's been a lot of speculation that there is something else going on because what you also need to know is there's an entity here that shows Mm. up at most of the deaths Mm. and they call him X. People have speculated that maybe he's actually Jesus Christ because there's all this kind of religious connotation that maybe Jesus had to visit hell before, I guess, moving on, but maybe he never got to move on, blah, blah, blah. So Jack, our main focus, is trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. I am too. I'm confused. Yes. Okay. It's a confusing book. I think most most everybody that's listening to this has to be confused at this point. Okay. So I'm on on the same page as everybody. Yes. Yes. Well, so I have a feeling that when this book's over. I feel like Phyllis did it. We will still <laughs> we will still be confused on why Phyllis did it. Okay. Fucking Phyllis. Phyllis Fucking is a bitch. Phyllis. Well, and Phyllis does act like a little bitch the whole time. Okay. She's whining crying all the time. He calls her a whore and stuff like that constantly. I was getting whore vibes, Phyllis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Not all Phyllis's, yeah. but just this one. She was giving me that. We also whore. feel like Fyodor is a little <laughs> bitch. Fyodor is like trying to suck X's dick this oh, whole yeah. time. He's like, I love you. She's trying to get brought back. Okay. Mm. So. Um, <laughs> Resurrected. <laughs> so basically, um, just to catch you up all the way to the end. Jack went to meet Fyodor and this guy named Seven. To try to figure out some answers to everything. Okay. But while they were meeting, and he ended up going along with Phyllis because she had a, something to do for the company in the same general area that they were traveling. By the way, they also had to travel by piggyback rides. Mm-hmm. Like an actual pigs. Nope, a no, guy. Like somebody would give oh, you a somebody piggyback. like a piggyback ride. Like an Uber? But piggybacking. But they'll just piggyback you. Oh. Drop your ass on the ground, another piggybacker picks you up. Yeah, like They're, a baton pass off there are also demons okay there are winged demonic looking creatures miserable so they were all traveling to the city to meet fyodor and seven and they met these people but then when fyodor saw x in the streets and he freaked out and ran over to him and was basically kissing his feet the crowd freaked out and basically ripped X and these ambulance drivers to shreds and then started chasing Phyllis and Fyodor. They, and if they see blood, they freak out. They go crazy. Yeah. But they're dead. Yes. So is nobody like decapitated? With no. Yeah. X, X lost his head and they were trying to retrieve X's head to figure out some shit. But anyway, they had to end up in the sewers. 
Mm. And the reason they ended up, or a reason it was a good thing that they ended up in the sewers is because at the beginning of the book, there was a phone call to a doctor that was like, look in the sewers for the answers, <laughs> you know? So All paths lead to the yeah, sewer. Yeah, so they are now trudging through the sewers, staying away from the crazy crowd, but weird things start happening that seem like maybe the outside of the sewers is falling apart, you know, mm. earthquakes and splits. And anyway, they run into this demonic vicious creature in the sewer that's like ripping people apart with its tongue that has teeth all over it and everything. Oh my goodness. Mm. It's a giant sewer rat. It's a pretty freaky fun book. I gotta say for not being a fan of like religious books and for Mm -hmm. this book not having a lot of sex but having a lot of sexual connotations Mm -hmm. it's been an interesting ride. Okay. Okay, So here's where we are. Okay. They are still Now that you're all caught up. I'm all caught up. They're still (laughs) confused, caught up and ready to listen. They're still stuck in the cylinders from the sewer but the world is basically falling apart around them all of a sudden while they've Mm -hmm. so everything happened kind of within a week's time Uh, you know shit started falling apart so here's where we are they followed his example by the time they had swallowed several mouthfuls and their thirst was gone the manna had darkened throughout and had shrunk and separated into hundreds of solid threads each thick as spaghetti string these they began to eat so basically they're stuck in this cylinder that um, has like broken apart and they're trying to survive. You know, they can't mm-hmm. make it up anywhere because they've gone down into here. And so here's where we're at. Though all were weak, the food had strengthened them. Strengthened them? Sorry, I said that messed up. I've had a couple of uh, Trulies and now one Corona. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we were at an event earlier. <laughs> they were able to pull loose strings of the manna, but the effort drove the lower parts of their bodies into the stuff. Then while one picked, the other two worked as shuttles, holding balls of manna in their hands. Mm. (laughs) They're holding manna balls in their hands. Manna balls. (laughs) (laughs) And zigzagging from wall to wall until they got to the center. Luckily, the manna was wet and sticky and Mm. stayed on the walls where it was thrown. (laughs) (laughs) I try not to laugh. (laughs) You absolutely can. This is the most appropriate place to laugh at this. They're throwing manna balls And it's getting all sticky and stuck. It's wet. And the sewer water. Yeah. Let's all throw it on ourselves. They're also covered in shit, by the okay. way. Yeah, so for now sure. they're eating and throwing oh, mana at each man. other and Completely diving in the shit water to ever. catch the mana balls yeah. in their mouths. We also know Phyllis's breasts are also bruised and scraped. Poor thing. That's the only time mm. I like to She definitely got her. an infection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, you got shit in your boobs. So... um Let's see. After they had gotten the hang of things, Fidor and Phyllis worked at one end and Cole at the other. So here's what's going on. Is, there's is also this gangrene. Yeah. So there's also <laughs> a bit of like anti gravity happening. Mm-hmm. There, there's not as much gravity anymore. And so you know, these people also suspected that this was not some type of organic creation. You know, mm-hmm. um, like I think what most people would believe hell would be if it existed. Mm-hmm. So they know that there's some kind of machines. running this so you know it's very confusing so anyway uh cole's been working to help them with the manor or whatever and so uh he was slowed when his hand was stopped by something hard in the mass Uh (laughs) he scraped the strings away from the material until he could see what it was so anyway a branch of rock tree uh had gotten wedged in this 
tube and they don't even know where this tube is like they don't know if they've broken apart and they're floating or are mm-hmm. they rolling or what um so the catastrophe had shoved this tree into this tube and he's like crawling over it to see what's going on okay. and when he looks through it he realizes he's basically looking into what he feels like is space mm-hmm. so basically they're in a tunnel and that's what this cover is about yeah if anybody wants to see the cover, find our social media, Gypsy Danger 317. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and now OnlyFans. Oh. Hey. Yeah, it's official, official. It's there it now. It is official. Make it it happened. Yeah. I think I actually finally posted my first post that you have to pay to see what it is. Oh, hey. let me save up my coins. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I'll let you see it for a break. Okay. I'll just text you. Okay. I'm going to be there next time. It pays to be our friend. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, um... Anyway, the cover of the book looks like they're in a cylinder and there's some tree branches and they're looking out of it. And so they see that they're in space and they're floating. Mm -hmm. And so he notices that there's like a huge boulder floating out there. There's a body of a woman stuck to it. She's badly mangled, dried blood coated her body. Mm. A little way past. (laughs) There's some table also spinning around there in a stone bowl and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's like some, you know, modern-esque painting, I guess. Um the table's like uprooted and revolving and anyway a table uprooted well i'm sorry the tree is uprooted and there's a table and everything's oh. revolving it's floating look it's been really hard to grasp a, a mental picture while i read this book alone yeah because okay. we didn't take any acid <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if we not, did we'd be like oh, oh that makes this sense. all coming together yeah. now yeah. look at this i, I should have read mush i should have read mushrooms <laughs> i should have eaten mushrooms before i read this hmm so you might not have been the same person. Uh, <laughs> I would have been freaking out. I'm like, get me out of this. <laughs> I would have laughed. Uh, you just got to keep reminding me there will be a come down. Tomorrow will exist. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. No, this will. All right. Wait for it. Cause this is going to trip you out later. All right. So anyway, here, just, just so you know, mm-hmm. There are other people floating in this abyss as well. Okay. Everyone is freaking out. It's not just happening to them. So there's this dude they see on this other tree floating around. And he like calls out something to them, but in a foreign language that they can't understand. And Cole, Jack, Jack mm-hmm. Cole, Jackal, is trying to be like, no, don't do it. And this guy's like. whatever he says and he jumps oh no dude he doesn't make it (laughs) he flies right over them screaming why didn't they try to jump and like well he did he did and that's the thing that's interesting is that the end of the book no oh i was like dang no jack that's the interesting there's a push pull with him he like he is kind of an asshole at heart you Mm. know he's a real dick no the type yeah but he's also like still fighting for his life and trying to help these people that he doesn't really give a shit about. So he did. He found himself like trying to cry, climb up on the tree and reach out for the guy, but it just, it didn't take the guy. Uh, Could you imagine how traumatic that would feel to be like, I got you, I got you. And then there's, oh, oh. why did he even jump in the, he could have stayed on his own well, tree. Well, but you, you know, I think that let's think about apocalyptic movies and things like that. Cause there's another situation that occurs in mm-hmm. here later where these three try to get to a building that's floating past them with a bunch of people. You think that your survival is better. If you get with a group of people, you know how lonely it would feel by yourself. And maybe they yeah, have supplies, fuck that. but that's here's the like, thing. Where's the resources? I'm no. jumping over there getting their stuff, get back on my tree. Yeah. But not only that is you don't know how these people are going to react. What if they all go crazy and try to start killing people to eat people and da, 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 what, yeah, what, what level? 
are trying you trying to have sex with me? What if I go over that building? Everybody's God trying to forbid. fuck me all the time. God forbid you get used. I know. Oh, my Lord. You'd that guy be will so be okay. Happy. He'll float and hit somebody else's tree or something. Maybe, but think about it. Maybe there's nothing. Maybe he'll be floating and floating until he starves to death. Wouldn't he, like, get compressed and, like, blow up or something? Well, but they don't know work? that this is actually space. Uh, we don't know how hell works in physical. This is, like they the know they're in a sphere of something. So, to them, it feels like space. But we don't know that that's what it really is. So, but the man flew over him just a foot away. The man screamed when he realized that he had missed. And he was still screaming as he flew onward. It's so oh. terrible. This was the most depressing part of the book, to tell you the truth. Oh, man, I'm laughing. Yeah, so they knew they felt like they were in space, but there weren't any planets. Um <clears throat> Jack checks back on his, you know, friends, Fyodor and Phyllis. They're hovering around in the cylinder because mm-hmm. there's no gravity. They're staring at him. He gave a little pull and shot into the cylinder. Phyllis was in his way. He put out his hands and clamped them down on her shoulders. She moved backward. Her body and his were in line with the axis of the cylinder. They would have continued floating out the other end and into space if he had not somehow twisted himself and gotten his feet onto the floor. There, the friction of his feet stopped them. So there's, you know, a little bit of... You must have some big motherfucking feet. <laughs> or they're, like, they're scratchy. Mm. Yeah, dude, like Spider-Man feet. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you can make a suitcase, a briefcase, why haven't you made shoes? Who the hell is making the briefcases and not making the shoes? Were the shoes not allowed? Anyway, oh, also I want to tell you... Why don't you just put your feet in briefcases and <laughs> use the mat shoes? Clonk, clonk, clonk. What I also want to tell you is that there are rules in hell as well. You can't be some nasty, perverted freak or they'll cut out your tongue and your eyes and your hands and your genitals and all what that stuff. What happens if I don't have any of that when I come? Well, then you're fine. You're never going to fuck up. But what happens if I'm like being a freak and stuff <laughs> They're gonna, they'll just start cutting more off of you i guess but they don't let you like sit there in your own filth they'll clean you up and they'll give you a cigarette apparently now and then oh okay <laughs> thanks 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 for the cigarette yeah you don't need a tongue to smoke oh, okay you know where's the weed man why why do we got cigarettes tobacco uh Whatever. we have some rock tree weed <laughs> <laughs> yeah i started growing rock tree leaves getting high all right so Jack is like apparently the leader. He's just kind of taking that upon himself. But he's like, I can't think anymore. I have to sleep. So they devise a plan now that the gravity's gone to tie themselves to the rock tree so they can like float, sleep, sleep, float. So, you know. They're going to go to sleep while they're floating? Yeah. So I mean, how long spe- have they been on this tree? You know, there's really not been a context of time since the catastrophe happened, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's all happened within one to two days. Oh, okay. Like, not much time has passed. Mm-hmm. Really, it can't. It could I mean, be, like, an eternity, though. We don't know what time in hell is. I have no idea. But, mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much they got in the sewers. They were checking around. This creature tried to eat them in the shit, and then the shit yeah. started breaking apart. Now they're floating around in space, so now he's sleeping. So maybe it's just one day. Maybe mm-hmm. we're on the second day now after he wakes up. So, um... Let's see. He woke up like knowing something was wrong. Um, He's like looking around, you know, trying to come back to, you know, consciousness. And he noticed like some human shape or something resembling human uh, in the other end of the tunnel. But the blackness rose from its back, a silhouette of folded wings. He knew instantly that it must be a demon. So uh, a demon has landed in their cylinder. <laughs> get out of my cylinder, you demon! Cylinder. <laughs> How did he get there? Where I don't did he know. Come from? He's got wings, though. He can. I guess I would assume he could move more freely in that situation. You know? Well, we need to ask like him a, a jet few pack. questions. Mm-hmm. Well, he does not. 
ask him any questions that basically gets right into it. The demon was moving slowly down the tunnel now. He was crouched so that the tops of his half-folded and slightly beating wings would not scrape against the ceiling, and he held in one hand a stone knife. His mouth was open enough for the dim light to show two long white canines against the sootiness of his skin. Cole reached out a hand as he pushed from one wall to another and plucked the flint knife out of the air because they've been also like they're so because of the non-gravity they're like ding 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 like like floating mm, around hitting okay. walls and jumping around on each other and it's so like that little game uh-huh pin- pinball yeah mm-hmm. yes so the other two are still asleep I guess mm-hmm. Fyodor and Phyllis and so he's making sure that they don't get hurt because obviously this demon's coming at him with a knife and an open mouth. Um, when he came <laughs> down, yeah. I love it when you come at me with a knife and open mouth. <laughs> hey, I'll pretend you have a knife. Um, when he came down against the demon, he put one arm around his neck and with the knife hand, he began sawing against the jugular vein. Oh, geez. All right. <laughs> Suddenly, Jack's neck and shoulders felt wet and warm, and he knew that the jugular blood was squirting all over him. He kept cutting, for the demon had not quit struggling. He had the vitality of a tiger. Mm. Sharp nails raked Cole's ribs, and the demon bit bent his neck and tried to force the ends of his canines into Cole's throat. Cole pressed closer to the demon so that he could not bend his neck at an angle and use his teeth. The creature stopped clawing Cole's side and reached down to seize his genitals. Cole, knowing that one... Dad? Dad? (laughs) Is that you? (laughs) Cole, knowing that one squeeze of those superhumanly strong hands would cripple or kill him, brought his knees up. Who's going to remove your balls, dude? It's a lot. That's so scary. Brought his knees up and shoved away from him. However, he did not shove backward along the longitudinal. (laughs) longitudinal axis of the cylinder but at an angle which brought him with a thump against the wall all right so he's bouncing around again phyllis now did he keep his wiener (laughs) yeah he's got his he's got his dick and his balls intact all the jewels are together here um so they're fighting 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 suddenly the interior brightened he knew that the sun Mm -hmm. had glowed into daytime all with quotes just so you know it was not as bright as it had been before the catastrophe blah 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 blah. catastrophe catastrophe sounds right Mm, you knew what i was saying so phyllis opened her eyes then she screamed ah fyodor was also staring at the corpse so jack wins Jack kills him. He's dead. Okay. The demon's dead. Well, now they have food. I was like, are they going to eat him? Oh. That's what I was thinking. Cover him in mana. Let's do it. Make some mana sauce and eat this smoked so demon. So just like bouncing off the cylinder? Yeah, he's, he's all floating dead. around. I got to tell you, this drink is disgusting. Yeah. Oh, yeah? You had to like. I am, it looks it's, disgusting. It's weird. How many it's percentages? Different. Should I try it? it? It's only six. Okay, so the last two drinks I had were five percent alcohol. This one is six percent alcohol. Oh. You want to try oh, a sip? Oh, you're getting. We didn't bring our tequila today because we were like jumping around, jumping around, jumping around. We got to get home and let the dogs out after this. But that is just doing its duty until we can get to the tequila. <clears throat> so well, we got an empty chicken. house tonight. So a okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, it's disgusting. I don't think I ever liked beer in the first place. That's this not is beer. That's not beer. That's it's seltzer, seltzer water. I know, ah. but look, there's alcohol inside of it, and that's it's the a point. Seltzer. Do you know how Jack would kill 
for a seltzer water of Jack alcohol right now. Jack should have been better in his life if he's having regrets like that. <laughs> well, we don't know if this is actually how that's determined. So just hold your balls because <laughs> we're going for a ride. All right, so keep your balls in the cart. <laughs> yeah, please keep your balls in. Keep your breasts and balls mm. inside the vehicle. Keep so, your ladies and gentlemen, and right ball. <laughs> we know they're probably at different angles and levels <laughs> and sizes, but just keep them together, please. Keep your balls in. <laughs> Tuck them in. Thank you. Tuck it back, baby. <laughs> Right, so anyway, Jack's yelling at Phyllis again. Take it easy. It's all over for him anyway. Oh, oh, Jack is so cool. Oh, he's so Everybody cool. laughs. Everybody the oh, And Phyllis says, for God's sakes, get rid of it. Push it out. It's making me sick. And, and he she, says, you don't need to ask God for help. Kicks the demon out of the tube. I took care of that. Right, hell yeah, right. Jackal. 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 Yeah. He's, he's getting a real big heart on right yeah. now. <laughs> Take his way out. <laughs> that seems extra dangerous, too. Like, I mean. Um, Flint, now there's a Flint and a stone your... knife bouncing yeah. around. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Tuck it back, man. Tuck it. All right. So um, <laughs> she asks Jack if he's hurt. Oh, my God. Your blood's all over. Don't die, Jack. <laughs> don't die and leave me all alone. He's like, and don't you start getting hysterical. No, I'm not hurt. Not seriously, anyway. Although the demon did scratch my ribs pretty badly. Most of the blood is his. And be careful if you go to the other end. There's a lot of his blood floating around or smeared on the sides. Uh, I like my like, blood. Like, what does it have? HIV? Oh, what? Like, my gosh. Why are we worried about the blood? Why is I, that a danger? You get demon herpes. I mean, it's just <laughs> splashing around. There's no gravity, so it's I, just, like, floating. Yeah, but, like, why wouldn't it come back this way? I don't know. I don't know. And she's like, why don't you just get rid of him? And he's like, because we can use him. Food time. Wait. We can make shoes out of him. <laughs> <laughs> he studied the body. The demon was about his own weight, which he thought he remembered. How do you know there's no gravity? There's no weight. Hold on. Is he going to use his skin as a costume? He thought he remembered. <laughs> That's why you're perfect for our cult. <laughs> you think like that. <laughs> like... Just if anybody was wondering, we're starting a cult. Yes. <laughs> Applications wait. are open, but they're very serious. We're very serious. And yeah. we're, we're very selective. And we have a, no, a zero tolerance policy. Zero yes. tolerance. <laughs> Which I am enforcing. Yeah, just so everybody knows, here's where Kendra yeah. stands. She is Christopher's other wife. Yes, uh, yes. my second wife. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. She's not number two of 12. No, mm-hmm. but she's not even number two. She's just number equal. No, no, no. I mean, just in chronological order. Oh, you have 12. Orders. Right. Yeah. Well, there so are far. Others. So far. Yeah, yeah. The ladies love you. I know. So. I, I don't know what to do about all that. I you try start and stay a cult. Quiet. I, well, that's what we're doing. We'll probably only get women to join. It'll be mostly, mostly women. Just we'll be like, ew, you get out. No, but if we get enough women, then the dudes will be like, hey, bro, why would we join this? I'll be like, easy. You have to worship me. Yes. Aw, <laughs> babe. That's so sexy. And I think yeah, that that'd be really cute. I'm excited about that. I am and too. I'm also looking forward They're going to be like, so when do we get to hook up with these girls? I'm like, you don't. Yeah, you don't get to do that. You get to die. In fact, when they're bored, they're going to get all hammered and then they're probably going to like tie you up and do shit to you. That would be fun. I will say 
Well, See? I was gonna say, and it's I not gonna would be fun. Play a little. You can Look, play. I'm a little bit of a freak. We I would play a little. We have plenty of other guys that we can get if you have an accident. Yeah, it's there's some particularities I'll be looking for though. Okay, you know. So anyway, put in your applications. Follow our social media. <laughs> send us a DM. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we take our cult very seriously. Yes, I would really love it if everybody would click like subscribe, download to this podcast, you and, know? and our cult, and the cult, and the cult. cult. We could, we uh, we'd also love there. some name ideas. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, if you would ever want wanted to name a cult <laughs> we're having a contest have, yeah it's a raffle you can yeah. win a sticker <laughs> a bustles and bangers sticker. Bustles and banger sticker. <laughs> oh it could be a b&b cult yeah. <laughs> come cute. stay at our b&b and, and you'll never leave b&b never leave <sighs> all right so anyway he's studying the demon the body was human enough except for the enormous and warted genitals yes <gasps> Oh my we, gosh. Now we can use this. Like, <laughs> Come here, Phyllis. <laughs> since you wanted to be such a whore yeah, earlier, yeah. Yeah. now it's time to Take get it. fucked with the demon dick. Oh Take my it. goodness. She can't think of that at a time like this. She's That's probably out. all she's thinking about at a time like this. Like, look at that thing. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and Jack is thinking that. So he's saying many demons seem to have this, and he seems like they only have this to affront humankind with their obscenity. That's what he's thinking. So if you want to know kind of what the demons look like, the skin was a slate color. The nails on hands and feet were so long and sharp that they could have been defined as claws. The wings were bat-like, bat-like, leathery looking. They extended from his shoulder bones and were, as Cole had noted, useless when this world had gravity. The face was human enough, too, except for the tigerish canines and the nose. This was flat, smudged, with the nostrils parallel with the face. His ears were those of a wolf's. The head was bald and had a crest of bone running from brow to rear. Mm. So if you wanted to know what a, a demon looks like in the eyes of Philip Jose Farmer and his inside outside world of hell, that's what they look like, which okay. is pretty badass. So, you know, teach their own. With a huge cock, too. I was like, Warted, though. we still want to. Well, that's only because I mean, have you seen Jack Cole had a hand on it, right? Yeah, well, but also, have you seen the dildos with the little nubbies all over them? Yeah. So, but here's what we have to assume. Did the demons have actual warts like disease or was this just how they're shaped? Because if it was how they're shaped, then other oh, demon then ladies. It's like a pleasure thing. Exactly. So let's not so think of it. he wants to put it in his butt. Maybe. <laughs> Jackal's like, yeah. How can <laughs> I use so, this? there's something like, we can use Why is he so interested in it? Fidor, come here. <laughs> I never got this close of a look. <laughs> so here's what he's thinking. He's thinking he could use the wings to fly. Oh, of course. <laughs> Why not? Every time I see a pair of wings on the floor, I think I can fly I can too. Fly. I can fly. Dude, there's no gravity. You can fly. Uh, what the hell is wrong? I guess crack. he means in controlled aspects. You, gravity, you're floating around, spinning around. You can't really, you know, your your arms as a human, you can't grab any wind and control but with it. The wings. He's thinking maybe he could actually hold them and do that. Yeah, be tired move as fuck, dude. Yeah, true. Tired. True, because really he's tired. not made for him. Well, Phyllis could not bring herself to help him tear this demon apart with his knife. Um, so only harsh words came from Jack and a threat to push her out into space that then made her cooperate. Jack sounds like I'll a stand-up space. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Jackal, I can't wait to take you to a party. That's why your ass is going to get on these wings and die. You're going to fall out. Yeah, he's going to go flying out their back. Oh, just did it. Hold on. Let me throw this. No, he's too far. (laughs) No, who's in control? Jack kind of is. Oh, my God. God. Fyodor's a wiener and and Phyllis is a pussy. So I don't know what to tell you. 
So oh, anyway, he starts. Fedor's still asleep. <laughs> <laughs> He's so, missing all of this. Jack starts hacking away. Right. He's okay. trying to cut off the wings from the body. It's hard. He's getting sweaty and bloody, and there's still shit on him. Apparently, if you use the mana from the mana cloud, okay. you can use it like as a towel. So he's like, "Rub me with the mana. <laughs> Rub this mana. These mana <laughs> balls all over me." After they mopped him, he resumed work. Mm. They mopped him. This is what it feels that's like what, to be that's in what a I porn want to call industry. It when all of the females, okay, now mop everybody me. that's joined the cult, all of the females and wives, we're gonna go mopping. Oh. Or maybe when you're with it's all not of the what women, thinking. <laughs> or with you when you've been with all the women and you're sweaty and hot and tired and you need to keep going, you make the men unfortunately mop you. Yeah, <laughs> before Clean me you up. continue. Oh man, they're gonna Just, be like, I didn't sign up. You're for the this. mana who mops me. <laughs> Sup, mana who mops the mop mana. You're the mopping man. We'll be sure to get them uniforms. Have you? Do you know the mopping man? I don't know how I'd feel a bunch of dudes drying me off. I'm pretty sure you'd get a god complex if you're fucking a bunch of bitches and you had to make the men who wanted to clean you up before you continued. So don't even. I mean, just to step out of a woman's perspective, Mm -hmm. I don't think this. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. I think that might be weird. You gotta I think keep it's, him in a I think it's odd. I think uh, we might think that's sexy, but I, for a guy, yeah. I don't think if you're in control of the people, I what do you think those kings weird. were doing back in nah, the day? You they, don't think they had a male dude, servant? They doing can clean it? up the women. Yeah, because they wanted clean to them like, up. I'm they wanted to have so? sex yeah. with them. I'll have I'll have female team clean me up. Y'all clean them up and get the fuck out of here. I don't care your gender, but you're cleaning me up. Okay, it doesn't bother me. I'm I'm all equal. It's all equal rights here, okay? All right. So anyway, if you have a real or fabricated cock, you're cleaning <laughs> my, you're cleaning the women. They're dressed. <laughs> They're dressed. Oh no, that might be weird. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it in real life, and we'll see how everybody feels after. All We're right. gonna feel okay. No, dude, the women. <laughs> Chris is all like, no. what is going on? <laughs> you're about to get kicked out of the car. Oh man, Rachel, we gotta kick you out. And you know what the bite? You know what happens when I'll you get kicked out? The rules are. I'm down you. for it. Okay. Dang. Then I'm a part of you forever. I'm going to make some gizzard inside mm. of you. <laughs> It'll be tasty and you'll love it. We should write a book because we're better at this. Than <sighs> yeah. Well, it'll be a cult sex book. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Oh. Well, Phyllis is freaking out. I can't take it anymore. And she leaves and he's, Jack's pissed. By God, I'm captain of this ship. No. That's what he says. And then Fyodor starts getting into his like, okay. uh, I don't know whatever. I thought he phase. was asleep, but okay. He's up. Sorry. Nice. Um, Good push. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't even have to. Um, Fyodor's like, true, true, my friend. But a captain has due regard for the health and welfare of his crew. Phyllis, you might say, is seasick. And Jack's like, I suppose I can't blame her. Fyodor's like, no, no, heaven forbid. Why should I mock you? Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I don't know why they get into such a weird conversation. But um, Jack says... Does he say this or is he thinking it? Some crew, he's thinking it. A half-mad, Christ-loving, feeble excuse for a man and a frigid, weak-bellied, spineless social climber and a hypocrite, just as much a social climber as whorish Phyllis, a bootlicker anyway. That's what he th- felt about himself. I thought he was going to say Phyllis was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't even had time. <laughs> We've been falling apart here. 
So anyway, some shit goes on that I skipped. <laughs> and now we're here at the faces of Phyllis and Fyodor. We're apprehensive. If you can't fly with those, said Phyllis, we'll lose you. We'll never see you again. <laughs> Later, bitch. <laughs> I didn't He's think leaving. I didn't think you really cared. Yeah, right, so hug him goodbye. <laughs> or is it that He's you're worried about <laughs> or is that you're worried about losing a provider and a defender? Phyllis shrugged. Well, they do work. How's he going to get the rest of them back? He only got one pair of wings. Yeah, I don't know. Jack, he's leaving. He wants he's support leaving. for it. Mm, looking at her, wondered why he had an ounce, why he had once, sorry, why he had once thought he would sell his soul to have her in his bed. So he's pissed at her. She's such a wiener, he thinks. Because she um, won't sleep alone? Because he was attracted to her physically. Mm-hmm, yeah. So. Well, calling her a whore is a good way to go about it. <laughs> I, I guess if you say it enough that she'll believe it and you can If take you advantage? say it fondly, oh, yeah. you have to say it. Hey, Rachel, mm-hmm. you're such a whore. Oh, thank you. But if we didn't know each other. But if I just walked up to some random girl on the streets and was like, hey, what's up? You're such a little whore. Oh, but see, when you say it like that. Oh, no, I kind of felt some type of way. I was like, he's trying to leave. He's not looking at me, though. it's the context. Text in what okay. you say. Well, it's shit, like you're a fucking work. whore. I'm but if you're like, later. what's up, you little slut? <laughs> you and might go to like, jail, but yeah. you don't feel some type of what's way. What's up, slut? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the middle line. Yeah, like, you gotta be careful. Yeah, some girls will be like, hey, but then some will be like, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, but if I was like, what's up, you little whore? Yeah, then it's then yeah, we're going. Okay. We're going to town. We're going to yeah. town now. All right, mm-hmm. I got a leash at home with the red light flipped on. Thank you. The red light flipped on, and I got some heels and a tiny purse, like immediately. Okay, okay. What'd you say, whore? It's free for you, daddy. I'm telling you, I saw a hooker in San Antonio one time, and she had the tiny purse with the little chain, and I was like, that's what makes a hooker. Your lipstick and the money you just got. All quarters. No, <laughs> how tiny is this? Because I'm thinking like the know. size of like a, a credit wallet. card. No, it's oh. a wallet size purse. Oh, okay. you know, evening bag. An evening bag. Oh, don't look at my evening bag. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about an it. entire evening. <laughs> We're not going away. You know, I don't even like carry a purse. And Excuse so was, me. Listen, you see me. <laughs> Who's that? That's Take a mine. picture for social media. <laughs> I don't even carry purse. a purse. Listen. I don't carry Paris, but I do. <laughs> I mean, explain. I carry a shopping bag. I just like the bags. And so I'm like, I don't know what to put in it. So I just everything. I just grab random stuff. Or if people are like, they don't have this, I remember to put that in my purse. She's got a whole first I just aid have, kit. Yeah, I just have stuff that random people would like need. But I don't I don't have anything in there important. I just carry You're it. You're like um, uh, Mary important. Poppins yeah. with your fucking purse. That's amazing. Yeah. Good for you. So like people be like, I need a peppermint and a toothpick. She's like, I got a bunch of them. Yeah, here you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if not, I'll have it next time. Because <laughs> <laughs> you remember. I'm going to remember. I need a tampon and a beard. Do and you then have I'm going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the tampon. Pop the top and pop the tampon. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of beer you want? <laughs> what size you need? Yeah. I only have large on both. Okay. <laughs> I got like you. a 40 ounce. <laughs> <laughs> we play yeah, our hurricane on a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. An extra heavy tampon. <laughs> so. Somebody sleeps at one and point. And a peppermint. <laughs> yeah, it's all peppermint. It cherry on top. She's got a whole can of cherries. <laughs> so apparently someone at some point sleeps. All right. Good and for that person. when Jack wakes up, Phyllis is like, good morning. Do you oh feel better? God. She's all nice now. She's dramatic. He's like, I had a dream of earth. I'm really glad we're not back there. He's like, it was wonderful. And she's like, I'm glad. Anyway, they keep talking and it was boring enough that I skipped it. 
Uh, so <laughs> at one point, Phyllis is like, is that it? You don't really hate me. You're just nervous. So come to find out, maybe she thinks that he's not really being an asshole to be an asshole. He's being an asshole because he's freaking out the whole time, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. You mean you care if I hate you, Jack said? I thought you only cared about feelings of whoever happened to be the first telephoner, which is like the top dog at the job they worked at the mm-hmm. exchange. You know, first telephoner, blah, blah, blah. Somebody needs to grow up. Mm. She turned her face away from him, snorting with derision. He propelled himself in a zigzag fashion down the cylinder to the other end, which I feel like is the stupidest. Like when I read that, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) zigzag your ass right out the end of that too, my guy. (laughs) The thing is he had to get some momentum. So he had to like, like frog, frog lift (laughs) off one of them. Lunge in the air and hope like he just took off. Too bad there's no doors to slam. Sorry. You gotta look like an idiot. He instead. is an idiot. They just need to do it already. So anyway, he goes to use the bathroom. So if anybody's got like golden shower things going on. Like, oh, boy. And the blood is still like floating around. It's floating too, around. Right? So here he twisted himself until he was upright and facing the outside and no longer moving while relieving himself. Oh. He congratulated himself that this act used pressure. Thus, the water, water, shot away and there was no problem of disposal. Moreover, the reaction drove him back toward the middle of the cylinder away from the exit and the abyss. Well, if there is ever a golden lining to this, it's (laughs) that the shooter is never full. A golden lining? (laughs) I see what you did there. I did it intentionally. So uh, I skipped another like two pages. Okay. It's no use called Fyodor behind him. We can't make it. Save your strength, Jack. Oh, here's what fucking was going on. Okay. So there is a building coming at them. Okay. And they can see people on the building. Alive ah, people? Ah, yeah. They're going, ah, oh, okay. waving their waving. arms. Like, and like when you pass a, a yacht and those Yes. Are, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> but like, more ah, desperate. They just flip off the building <laughs> as it goes by. <laughs> well, so. We're screaming for help. <laughs> so, though they have not gotten a chance to practice with the wings, they think this is their only chance to get with another group of people. So. Why don't they speak English? Well, okay, so there's just a mix of different oh. ethnicities, peoples, backgrounds, religious followings, blah, blah, blah. This book had some racism as in it. Apparently, we we only the Mormons go to heaven. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Is that what it said, that they got it right? Or no, something? that was South Park, dude. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Anyway. But if, if Matt... Stone Trey Parker said that. I believe, I it. believe it. If we follow any faith. <laughs> yeah, Church South Park. Mm. Okay, so the building seems to be coming pretty fast, but the way the book made it sound, it wasn't fast enough. And anyway, so they miscalculated horribly. So he gets set up with the wings really fast, asks them or gets them attached to him somehow with like wire attached to his ankles and all this bullshit. And he starts flapping, and he's flapping, and he's mm. flapping. He's not going to make it. So, Fido. Bye, Jackal. How yeah. are you think you're going to get yeah, these wings that you don't even like? Uh, Fido's like Jackal. Can you imagine? What? It's more like. <sighs> yeah, yeah, like he's you don't even tired, have no dude. muscles. That or... does. I think it said it. I, clearly, I didn't feel like it was important enough to uh, Jackal, if you weren't such a little wiener, you could probably <laughs> flap those wings better. <laughs> <clears throat> so, you know, Fido tells him there's no. There's no point. But they're all floating out in the abyss now, mm-hmm. right? You know, they can't get back to the cylinder. Which, oh, what the fuck were, what the, were the wings for? There. What were the wings for if you can't Decoration? get back to the cylinder? Decoration? He was cylinder? an idiot. 
He didn't. <clears throat> they worked for that demon. Maybe they worked for me. They were attached to that demon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> finally, Fyodor said, "What do we do now?" We float. Fyodor. Seems like you guys all ended up in the right place. Mm-hmm. Bunch Jack, of idiots. Jack makes a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Three men in a tub <laughs> trying oh, to no. laugh. But then he says, "One of them a <laughs> dishwater." <Just> water- <laughs> well, he says, "One of them a dishwater blonde bitch." Mm. Oh, Jack said Phyllis. She looked as if she were going to cry. Okay, okay, you're not a bitch. We're all knights of the round table. Nobody got the joke. Neither did I. Jack well, stopped. That's good. Nobody <laughs> should like him. His joke sucks. Mm-hmm. He stared at. Okay, so there's um. I guess another figure coming at them. He stared at the figure slowly cartwheeling toward them. For some time he had seen the body of a man coming on a course toward them, but until now he had not been able to make out any details. It coming. <laughs> make out. <laughs> it was X. Oh, oh no. He it back. He's oh, cartwheeling no. to him. <laughs> He's like coming in his cartwheel. Like an X. <laughs> yeah. Like an X. He just was floating and he just went around in a circle like a boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> X spread eagled and turning over and over the balls d- out everything. <laughs> the dirtied white robe trailing the long hair and beard crushed and dried blood stained the robe halfway up his legs. Fidor turned to stare also. He gave a long undulating scream then put his hands over his eyes. You see X is dead said Jack, not unkindly. He had wished he had not brought the subject up because that would break Fyodor's heart or whatever. But anyway, mm-hmm. so um, blah, blah, blah. You're too dumb to know when you're licked. I know I'm licked when I'm dead and then I'll be too late to know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you're dead now. I, I think guess. X passed over them. Hang on, let me see. I highlighted this. He shouted out encouragement to her and continued to push the man away. Several dark, thicker, and more solid strings draped his sol- shol- shoulders and one lay across his forehead. Okay, so they got trapped in a mana cloud. Mm-hmm. A mana cloud came around and they start getting trapped in it. But as, as, as much as that seems like a savior moment, it's not. He wiped away the ones fallen all over his face and opened another brief space before him. Then he began to eat the strands he scraped from his face. If he did not choke to death and if he came out the other side of the cloud before it became so solid it stopped them, he would at least have filled his belly and thus given himself an extension on life. But the strands became more numerous. Tendrils coiled about him on all sides. Uh-oh. Now as fast as he pushed I've the man away. Like this. I love pornos like that. This is a tentacle situation. <laughs> He's getting ready to get Tied up and butt fucked mm. by this man. Oh, no, all fucked because when you're in a tentacle porn, you get every hole. I oh, know, dude. They're gonna do your eyes, your nostrils, oh, the ear damn. holes. Are you not watching those? No, I watch all the weird shit. Okay, well, I have to favorite. Google some stuff. You should. No, just yeah, dude. He's gonna have tentacles between his toes here in a minute. And just... what happened to the monster's penis with the bumps? <laughs> they on left it. that behind. Oh man. <laughs> so um, <laughs> Jackal has in his pocket. He has as a it souvenir. in his pocket. He's got it in his butt right now. <laughs> Oh, also an interesting thing to remember is your outward breathing that produces the carbon dioxide when you're stuck in a mana cloud and there's no gravity, it starts forming around your head and you could pass out and die. Oh, okay. So So they're going to just die anyway. He's struggling with that. He gave one final bellow of rage and resentment. Then he saw something coming through the cloud, a shape perceived only because it was darker than the cloud. It was huge and it rushed up upon him before he could brace himself for the collision. He was struck a blow. He was struck a blow? 
Mm-hmm. He was struck a blow that knocked the breath from him and sent him spinning through the cloud, tearing away the brown strands. Again, he was struck, and again he bounced. This time, his flailing hands felt something, something familiar, flesh, and he knew from her cries that it was Phyllis. Apparently, the blow had bent the circle of wire and brought her by his side because they were, like, attached together with wire, mm-hmm. um, but not in a closeness way. It was weird. The darkness fell away, and with it, the cloud. They were out in the bright air now and turning over. He knew he was revolving because of the big ball beneath him it spun or he spun or both were spinning over and over he went seeing the huge black object appear over his feet and then disappear and then reappear (laughs) do you know how many parts of this book i skipped just because the over explanation of shit Mm. is super annoying dude he's having like an orchestra in his head fucking he's tripping he's freaking out where's everybody so about a hundred yards away a tower stuck out its top had been sheared off and much of the facade i was gonna read that like an idiot facade (laughs) of mortared rock around it had dropped off but the stone around an entrance still remained and he saw over it carved on the rock the words and the life and the life and the life that's all they could see on it it was broken apart right and the life one of the houses of x he muttered the house of the dead so there's another building coming at them okay so this is another chance i guess to seek refuge in something i think they need to stay where they are yeah well there's not they aren't anywhere they're just floating they're just revolving stay there they're just existing well they should have separated well they got to it sorry (laughs) they got to the building and what he saw was a vast room empty of human beings or demons the purpose of the many and strange looking apparatuses was something only experimentation and time could determine if ever besides the way through which they had just come there was a door at the far end and another at the top of a spiraling staircase at the opposite end of the room the light had no visible source it shone with equal intensity throughout okay arranged in the room in no pattern that he could detect were many tall cabinets of metal on the fronts of these were gray-faced windows knobs push buttons and other instruments of indication or control most of these were associated with metal nameplates which bore lettering in an alien script so this guy i think can like spanish (laughs) yeah maybe well because he can speak in hebrew I don't even know if they're actually speaking in English or if mm. we're just reading it in English. Oh, that's oh. weird. Now I don't even know what language this book's well, written in. C- but he, we know he can't speak Chinese because he keeps talking about when people call out in Chinese, he doesn't understand it. <clears throat> so that's oh. all. Well, I he know obviously knows a- they're calling out. In Chinese. Well, yeah, because it's a grunting, noisy blurb. So of- he's just like, sorry, I can't hear you. Just go by. Well, <laughs> yeah, basically. So... There was one, like he's trying to check out this room, right? And there was one area that gave him pause because he thought he could at least experiment with it. It was a cabinet twice as tall as he and as wide as it was high. On a ledge projecting from it were a dozen or so black discs. This had only two controls. One was a very large knob with a white pointer. Around the knob were many thin markers, and there was also a push button. Jack pushed the button, and the button glowed. Immediately, a disc fell out of the slot, and the button ceased to be lit. Is that a PlayStation? <laughs> yes. yes. Push the button, it opens it. I'm like, is there aliens? <laughs> I know. Or... We don't know. So Jack then, he found another area that had a slot in it. So mm. he's going to insert a disc. Oh. Into this is what he's been waiting for It's a DVD. <laughs> no. An adult DVD. It's going to be like somebody's old, you know, family home videos. <laughs> like, 
throwing the pigskin around. <laughs> He's going to be like, how is this not answering any of my questions? So all at once, the interior of this coffin-shaped cavity next to this area where he inserted the disc was filled with dazzling lines. The lines zigzag like lightning in all directions, seeming to project from the back and the sides of the cavity. They crisscrossed each other and became entangled in a snarl. The lightning streaks continued to interplay, but now something was materializing in the cabinet. He shielded his eyes and narrowed them and peered into the glare. He could make out nothing except a darkness in the light, a man shape. Oh, finally. For a second. <laughs> Ooh, a man. <laughs> Jackal, you're safe. <laughs> He thought he saw a skeleton standing before him. Then the bones were clothed in muscles and organs were suspended in the cage of bones, lungs, heart, viscera. Abruptly, there was a sheath of muscles over all, finally skin, but it happened so swiftly he could not be sure. The whole process could have been a hallucination induced by the flicker and dazzle, but a moment later he knew it was no false image. The man was tall and well-built and had long auburn hair and a long auburn beard his face was young that of a man of 30 and he was handsome as a hawk is handsome x said cole x smiled and stepped out of the cabinet he looked around him and blinked what a few times mm. it's a clown i got a little bit of goosebumps actually i've already read this but I it's freaking it was me out Phyllis's ass. <laughs> <laughs> she's still around she's around they're around all right I was like, damn Phyllis. <laughs> now there's two of you whores <laughs> So he looked around him and blinked a few times as if he were awakening. From the other end of the room came Fyodor's cry. It's X. It's He's X. like a fangirl. Oh my gosh. A fangirl at a Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> <laughs> Fyodor shouted, I'm coming, master. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm coming, master. Uh, yes. So anyway. I came as fast as I could. <laughs> 2.5 seconds. It's a new record. <laughs> so It's like manna. Here, just slurp it down. <laughs> well, and in his excitement, mm. he f he tried to project Tal himself towards X. Oh, but it pushed him back. Well, it pushed him over him, and he got knocked out on a wall or something. So now he's floating around unconscious. With his out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And his balls. Yeah, it's all hanging there. Yeah, it's an interesting sight for sure. And Jack thinks, should I go help him? But he's oh, like, gosh. but he's like, no, because I have some answers and I might fuck X up and Fyodor will prevent that. So like, I'm just going to leave him floating for now. Right. Okay. So when X steps out of the cabinet, he says to Jack, my son, what can I do for you? All right. So <laughs> yeah, super Super, you know, very holy and egotistical, I think. Um, okay. The first thing you can do is forget that sunny stuff, snarled Jack. Let's be honest. At least you try to be honest. Tell me the truth. X said, what? Yeah, I know, said Jack. The same old run around. What is the truth? Okay, tell me about me. What am I doing here? Tell me about this place. What is it? Why is it? Okay, well, first of all, Jack, chill out. I was going to say, he needs to relax. One question at a time. Um, so X frowned slightly, then smiled again. Now, Kendra, something I didn't tell you about X in the beginning. They have said that when X is at these um, places of death and mm -hmm. he picks these corpses up and takes them away, 
he doesn't really like answer people's questions specifically. He'll usually give some kind of like vague story, like mm. um, kind of a fable or, you know, whatever. And so he kind of starts in on that again. Mm. He's like, this man grew white haired and wrinkled while the results of a good life piled up around him. He owned a big home. He had a faithful and uncomplaining wife, many friends, many honors, many sons and daughters, even more grandchildren and some great grandchildren. But as, it all, all, as all men do, he came to the end of his days and lay on his deathbed he could afford to be he could afford the best doctors and medicine on earth but these hold it hold it jack says i've heard that one before more than once look i don't want any of your canned speeches any of your deep dark riddles i want answers to my questions plain simple easy to understand answers if anyone has them you do so start talking he glared at x clenched his free fist and then X proceeded to beat the living <laughs> shit out of Jackal. I know. I'm like, where's the excitement? Come on, y'all. Well, X starts in again. He who has faith may walk where <laughs> other men fly. So it really sounds kind of like you've got a general list of things you can say. I was like, he's like that. He's like a tickle me elbow. Like, <laughs> like, like, got a couple of things you can say. Yeah. <clears throat> Pull his string. See what he does. He's like those... The little automated thing you yes. call in. And you're like, representative. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I didn't understand that. Yeah, that one is like, I love you. The yes. little string goes yeah. back in. <laughs> you're my best friend. Oh, Chucky. That's all the X is. <laughs> yes. So, Jack gets pissed. X does not move when he puts a knife up to him. So Jack then fucks him up. Oh okay. My gosh. He starts stabbing him in the neck, in the abdomen. Uh, Cole then becomes aware of someone screaming. It's Phyllis. You know, he's Where still. has been? She'd been over there holding onto a cabinet door or something, oh breaking out, days. floating with her booty up in the air. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so um, he propelled himself away from X after already fucking killing him. X is like choking on the words he's trying to finish and da da da. He's still trying. <laughs> Please select number two. Uh, is he gonna come back? Uh, all right. All Look right. at you. She keeps saying that and it doesn't go in that direction. <laughs> it's <at> going. <laughs> so Jack tells her, Don't worry, I killed him, and there is no lightning from the sky. I killed him, you understand. I can do better than that. Watch. He shoved another black disc into the slot and he watched while the fibers of light danced and twisted around each other, then brief flickers of bone and organs and veins and arteries and muscles. Finally, the cessation of life and another ex or one who looked exactly like him. Oh, so it's just floppy disk of ex. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's like, I'm going to be here forever. Yep, yep. So Phyllis is freaking out. What is it? I don't understand. What are you doing? Where'd they come from? I don't know, he shouted back, but I'm going to find out if I have to skin them alive, take them apart piece by piece, unravel their nerves by nerve, tear the truth out of their guts. So he's produced three of them now. Quit putting the disc in. <laughs> he's freaking out, man. The three exes turned to face Jack and their mouths moving in unison said, that won't be necessary. I'll tell you now what you would have heard very soon, although it won't allow you to carry the story to others. You can't be a prophet here any more than the so-called demons could. Jack grasped immediately that someone was using the three as transmitters and speakers, also as receivers. Who are you? He said, where are you? Just outside the shell of your world, man. <laughs> I'm just outside the shell of your world, man. <laughs> Dude. Quit hollering at me. It's a teenager. Yeah, with a J in his mouth. 
He said, I was on the point of entering when an alarm lit up. I investigated the source and found that some obviously unauthorized person was using the X discs. The sole body transducer doesn't normally turn out that many X's in such a short time. So I used the proper instrument. Its title would mean nothing to you and placed myself in a rapport with the X's. Cole said, you answered the second question, but who are you? Immortal, said the X's. It'd be an exact title for you my group but it wouldn't distinguish us from you precursors basically and they said something about being saviors jack's like saviors and, and what do you save and whom do you save ourselves jackal have you been paying attention he has not yeah well ex dude this entity says i have been wrestling with the temptation to appear in person and i have won i will not show myself for nor wait I will not show myself for I would be so horrible in the flesh that you could not bear it. Not that I find you at all appealing physically, though I love you as a being. I will continue to speak through these machines. Machines. He says. Machines. (laughs) Automations. Nope. automatons sorry automatons of flesh and metal yes these agents are synthetic and have no souls right word because they are too simple to have any genuine intelligence they do not have even a rudiment of self-consciousness their nerve system is a fully is as fully developed as any genuine human beings but they all have almost no brain as you know it and when they act without control on our part they do so automatically they are able to walk on the floor for instance because they have a very small gravity governing unit so the x's weren't floating around like jack and phyllis were because they have a small gravity governing unit a little dick (laughs) (laughs) uh i can't i have a small gravity holding unit Um, we need to verify that, please. <laughs> but I need you to send me a picture. <laughs> so the X says, do not try to cut the unit from that body. You could not use it unless it were hooked to your nervous system. In any way, it will be destroyed by remote control. So he's saying, like, don't try to cut the bodies up and get the shit out of there. Mm. Um, That's what I would say if I didn't want you to do that. Because <laughs> you'd be like, oh, shit, they're going to have them now. So uh, a couple of the X's that he produced, like, take off flying around. <laughs> Yeah. Well, but the last X says they have gone to locate other survivors of the cataclysm. This one will remain to instruct you in what you have doubtless so long desired. Would be doubtlessly? In what you have doubtless so long desired to know. I fear, however, that you will find that you were happier when ignorant. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, so (laughs) Jack gets startled at this point because it feels like somebody's grabbing his his shoulder, but it's Phyllis. So get off me, you whore. I know, right? He's all rude to her. Well, and she's like, I'm sorry I scared you. I heard everything. All of a sudden, I felt very much alone all by myself. I had to be near you. I'm so frightened. Push her ass. (laughs) Sick of her. He breathed deeply several times, and then he recovered. And he felt love and compassion for her flood through him and out to her. They were two pitifully small and helpless beings who needed each other as much as any two in all the universe 
has ever needed. Oh, is that the end? This nope. is a mate. Damn. <laughs> They're so, just settling with each other. He yeah, asked. So they been. don't even know each other. They just was like well, in this universe dead. Kinda. And then. Well, they knew of each other. I think they had a bit of a relationship, but then she fucked off with somebody else and he's pissed. Yeah, he mm. fucked. She fucked his boss and stayed with his boss, basically. Mm. Oh, and mm-hmm. then they ended up dying, maybe. Yeah, we don't know. Up in this universe, yeah. maybe. Well, they've been in the universe the whole time together. That's the only time they've known each other is in this hell universe. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, but she was sleeping with the boss, and the boss After. died, and now she's like, "Well, they're just you know, you know, know. they're hanging out." When mm. when they're an apocalypse out. happens, you reach out to the only person that's near you. So. No. I don't want to reach out to anybody. Oh, you might. Have no. you ever been alone, 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 alone? Yeah. Yes. Hey, what was that one show? <laughs> what was that one show? The Last Man on Earth or whatever. Loved it. It yep. was Would pretty crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. You should I've watch just it. been sitting here and just <clears throat> looking at the sky and going to sleep. <laughs> he set a fireworks stand on fire, like not a stand, a oh, factory yeah. firework factory it on was fire, crazy. <clears throat> and he just left it. It was all blown up it's and shit as he was leaving the yeah. city. Was in, what was it, like San Francisco or something? Mm-hmm. Of course, it's, I mean, but it he came matter. back like a couple years later and the whole city had burned down. Oh, Dude. my gosh. It was the way they put it out. Yep. So anyway, this, this X thing tells Jack that actually, as far as souls go, there were no such thing. Not naturally. Beings are born, they live, they die. Oh, that, I knew it. I told you. Mm, that is their end forever or it would be if not for us oh you turds ruined everything yeah get the fuck out of here okay so this creature whoever's speaking through the exes i went all the way through life to die and y'all are gonna bring me back Mm -hmm. this person this creature says my people originated on a planet in a galaxy thrice removed in time from this one. Thrice removed. Yeah. Three times our galaxy died and was disintegrated and a new galaxy was born from the ashes of the old one and the second died and a third was born. My planet gave birth to a sentient species, my people, about 50 billion of your years ago. It was not until we had a civilization for about 10,000 of your years, however, that we had a technology advanced enough to devise an artificial soul, a scientific method of ensuring immortality. So. Okay. We are what you would call highly ethical beings oh by making us all have to fucking live again thanks a lot thanks you highly ethical piece of bastards bullshit all right i'm so confused so me and rachel want to die one day yeah no (laughs) thanks give me a break man especially if you're gonna determine that my soul belongs in a hell type scape that's not fair yeah i don't want to drink leave us alone tree coffee yeah yeah. fight demons for my tobacco yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, why we have to get tobacco? I know, like, please make it something more fun. So, <laughs> give us the hard drugs. Yeah, if we're in yes. hell, Cocaine. give us the tough shit, yeah, dude. Yeah, give us the hard Especially stuff. if even if I die, you're going to just bring me back? Yeah. Like, I'll be shooting up at that point. Yeah, like, yeah well, I mean, might, I, as well. might as well. My fear, in my butt. Yeah, my fear of needles <laughs> has gone. So... Soul is the term I use, but what is the soul? Is it a particle, a wave? It is not electromagnetic, but a form of energy your kind does not even as yet suspect. When they do, they too will be able to invent the soul, but their work will only be duplicating ours and will be useless. So they're also full of their fucking selves. Oh, okay. So they saw they call. Well, once you do that, we'll have already done it. So, <laughs> so they call the soul a quantum. 
and the devices which originate and transmit them quantum generators. Oh, we built these generators, made them indestructible, and planted them in many locations in the universe so that even if some were destroyed by means of which we cannot conceive, others would continue to do their work. These generators continually transmit the soul quanta, which are not bound by the speed of life, but pass around the universe in less than one earthly hour. They fill the universe so that no sentient being can be born and not encounter one at the appropriate time. Fuck you. All right. So basically the soul quantum soul hooks itself into flesh and then nothing else can enter. Once attached to the body, it immediately begins to record everything about the individual and the constantly shifting molecules of the cells and electrochemical energy changes, nerve messages, everything, everywhere, all of the time. It's recording. It's reminding you it's physical death and everything's decomposing, but then you're brought back. So it's just like (laughs) they upload your Mm -hmm. life into the cloud. Basically, the mana cloud. (laughs) The mana cloud. cloud, And then they spit you back out. And you all are hideous and ugly. Yeah. And keep in mind, (laughs) this book was written in 1968. Isn't Elon doing some shit like this now? I was just like, yeah. It's a little freaky. So all right, the is that the end? S- almost. Okay. The soul to all effects is now the individual as he was at the moment of his death containing all the individual contained. It's basically a resurrection machine. Okay. okay. All right. So Cole is stunned. He's silent. Phyllis spoke for him in a high-pitched and trembling voice. What is happening now? Why are we being destroyed? I mean, why the earthquakes, the cataclysm, the killing of all of us? Why? Oh, my gosh. Because. <laughs> That's the end. The X stopped and he turned his head slightly sideways to look up at the entrance above the stairway. Cole looked up. Also, he saw a demon floating in the doorway. He had scarlet skin and four thin spiraling horns projecting from the top of a hairless head. Instead of arms, he had two long bat-like wings. A tail also projected from his buttocks. It seemed to be two veins of leather vans v-a-n-e-s i don't know of leather supported by two rays of cartilage radiating from his buttocks so i got buttocks in 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 the same sentence two buttocks two buttocks here is one who will answer your questions he has been released now from the bonds of silence as far as you two are concerned he recognizes you as one of him what do you mean but then the ex takes the fuck off so this demon comes out and he's like welcome brother and sister and he's like what the fuck do you mean by that you know because he's like super Uh, you two are brother and sister (laughs) yeah y'all been fucking that's wrong that's why you're here to see me Mm -hmm. i am the incest demon (laughs) and i'm here to pass judgment (laughs) so he basically says the generators are melting the immortals are destroying their equipment we'd better get out of here before we cook i like it hot but not this hot somebody's too cool (laughs) so he's still not answering no questions no he will get there though so he's like how do you how much do you know he said or no the demon says, how much do you know? Jack told him what he heard. And he's like, so now you know why we couldn't tell you the truth any more than you'll be able to tell the newcomers the truth. He's like, fucking newcomers? This isn't even over? But like, if he's so surprised that it's not over, why the fuck are you trying to survive? So he doesn't realize that he's been brought back. Well, there wasn't even any bringing back. The world as they know it was destroyed and they've been floating in abyss and they think it's the end of all of things. 
But this demon is saying, no, everything's going to be reconstructed. Yeah, you're just in like limbo right now. Right. So basically the demon explains that the way the demon exists and the reason why people who identify as humans see them as demons is because they came first. Mm. The humans came next. And now there will be some other type of creature that will see the humans as demons. So if humans are seeing demons, does that mean they're like... Those demons are now like gods. Mm. And where no, the demons? they're just they're they're just like when you get out of high school or you know like high school levels like they're seniors oh, and stuff. Yeah. It's just like that. Oh, yeah, you know, okay. or generations, Gen Z, Gen Y, Gen X, whatever. It's like that. Mm. Okay, so so this is all of their grandfathers. Just the people that came before them, I guess. There's yeah. no, no there's I no connection. Okay. Yeah, but mm-hmm. um, basically explains that um, everything's gonna get pieced back together. You are going to be kind of out with the old and with the new. Mm-hmm. And these new creatures are not going to look like you. And they're going to view you like they view, like you view us. Mm. So, you know, there's that. Um, Where was I? It was too late. Blah, blah, blah. At some point, Jack offends this guy. Let me see where it was. Um, So he's trying to tell him to chill out. Um, Oh, oh, sorry. I got to tell you this. Fyodor dies. Damn. What? You're going to drop it on me like that? <laughs> I know. It's just like he hadn't been saying that. What? Phyllis ain't die. So they have all been, this This demon had come down and grabbed all of them. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. And he's flying away with them to wherever. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. But they grab Fyodor, even still unconscious. And Phyllis is back here crying. And she's like, Fyodor just died, Jack. He opened his eyes, looked at me, sighed, and asked where he was before I could answer. He died. Jack did not look back. He said, let him go, Phyllis. He's one of the lucky. How right you are, brother, said the demon. Just as you will be if you are killed or find the courage to kill yourself, then you'll be sent forth as a soul. Sent forth as a soul. Keep that in mind. Uh, okay. But you won't. Noted. Finally, we get us some. <laughs> but you won't fulfill direction. your natural destiny. Your kind are dead. Your kind are dead. So humankind mm. is officially extinct Mm. so the demon's kind was another world that also went extinct apparently Mm -hmm. so now humankind is officially fucking extinct so this is the land of extinction well or just this generation is now done with right you know so there's no more humans they say Mm. so okay uh he says you will have to attach yourself to some alien species and it will be your fate never to feel at home always to be a stranger and he's like what the hell are you talking about calm down listen he says shut up jackal jackass (laughs) the immortals couldn't let well enough alone having invented the artificial soul to ensure that all sentience should also be immortal they then conceived of pre-birth conditioning why not they said to themselves build a prenatal world give the soul a body such as the soul is likely to have when it attaches itself to the as yet unborn body on the natural planet give it brain give its brain some synthetic memories so that it thinks it has existed before and then attempt to install an ethics before it's born the idea was that the creature would have a difficult enough time on earth it would find it hard to act ethically as the immortals conceive ethics and as much of mankind conceives it same on my planet it would be a sort of before terrestrial existence reflex conditioning so let me break this down for you they all think that they have died and gone to hell 
But in fact, they have not been born yet. Mm. <gasps> oh my God. This sphere of whatever has been conditioning their so-called soul so that when they are born onto a natural existing earth, their baby brain thinks it's existed before, so has some kind of pre-context to what ethics is based on what the immortals fucking decided. Oh, that sounds a lot like our uh, controllers in the real world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, they just want them to be that's reborn. That's why babies be knowing stuff. <laughs> yeah, but then they forget. And then, yeah. And maybe that's why kids are such assholes. Yeah. Because you were born in Fucking hell. asshole. Ain't nobody <laughs> tell you to have attitudes. <laughs> well, the immortals did. So... <laughs> So Cole says to this demon, if we're really in some sort of pre-terrestrial existence, how do the immortals know what memories to give us? How do they know what form of life we will take on Earth? And he's like, oh, they keep several decades ahead of Earth's expanding population. They supply souls faster than man can breed. And they know all about the cultures and languages, everything. Uh, Now, you and the woman, for instance, were probably scheduled to spend about 50 Earth years inside the sphere. If you were killed here before the time was up, you'd have been uh, resurrected as many times as was needed then conditioning presumably have taken effect you'd been recorded released as quanta and whatever you want to call them Uh, so basically the reason why people were brought back after dying in hell was because it wasn't time for them to be born yet you have a scheduled amount of time so anyway mankind on earth came to a sudden end just as my people did the demon said so at this point mankind does not exist. So he'll never be born. In a human, in a human. body. In a human body. So oh, I was left crazy. here as surplus, as sort of God's gadfly. And the pre-birth earthlings found me here and called me a demon, just as the new species to come here will rank you as demons. Jack burst out. If this is true, and I'm still not sure you're not tormenting me, why don't you kill yourself? Release yourself from this hell. And he's like, well, I still haven't convinced myself. I still have the urge to live. All the mm-hmm. cells in my body still have that fight to survive. But if he kills himself, he can go live. Apparently. But again, you know, you never really know. Yeah. I mean, even though you know the truth. You never really know the situation like, you know, what's going on. But if you do it, then you're not even going to know that Mm -hmm. you even ended up back here. So Mm -hmm. who knows how many times they even been back to this place. Exactly. But they know it's happening. You know that because this guy is telling them there's a there's a strong argument that that is happening to us. I mean, minus the computer. If you think about resurrection on a biological state, when we decompose and die, we turn into mycelium. Mm-hmm. Mycelium is the largest single organism on the planet. There's more of it than anything else. Connecting, communicating. Mm-hmm. They connect, they communicate, they do everything, but eventually that gets consumed by some other organism, be it a bacteria, a, mm-hmm. a mite, an animal, a plant, or whatever. And if you're thinking that our DNA, that our sustenance ses- isn't getting reborn into those things, you're high. Also, you know, I watched something on like uh, one of the social media things uh, that was talking about, um, you know, how we as humans can't even perceive uh, all of the the light and and things that might be in this room, and we can't hear everything, yeah, and we can't smell it. We can only see from infrared to ultraviolet. Mm-hmm. Everything outside of that spectrum, we can't see. Mm-hmm. We can't. And that all started because uh, there was a video of this woman on an airplane where she was freaking out, pointing to the back of an oh, airplane. Oh, I seen that. That made that, me cry. They're not real. Yeah, when she started choking up, goosebumps. I was like, oh, I started crying. I was like, oh my god, mm-hmm. I would have got off the plane, dude. I got fucking goosebumps. It's been freaking me out. 
that. Okay, because you're mm. not on social media. So there is this oh. huge uproar, uproar right now. This woman was videotaped on a plane. Some people believe her that she really did see her. something. Some people believe she was drunk, and some people believe she might have a mental issue. Mm. But she is standing there, and the recording that was taken of her, she is freaking out, and she was like, that, that back there, they are not real. That's not real. Mm-hmm. She so started choking up when she said it. She was looked in distress. We got to show you the video. Officially so distressed. <clears throat> so um, there has been a lot of talk, and this thing that I was watching was talking about how humans, you know, just, you know, generally are not able to perceive everything that can exist in this universe. I mean, dogs can smell cancer and hear sounds we can't. So what are we missing? Maybe what we see. Oh, and it talked about how our eyes can perceive stuff, but Mm -hmm. that there's a gap that we can't even like that picture of the dog on the wall. My brain might actually just be filling in a gap and assuming that that's there. Right. You know, so it's saying that how much of what we perceive is actually real. Yeah. Who's to know? So, Mm. yeah. That's what I kind of thought it was going into. Like, okay, the people who can see the demons are the ones who switched Mm. over. Mm -hmm. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? Mm -hmm. And they kind of have like deja vu of what's Mm. going on, but they don't know. Yeah. The people who are telepathic, the people who are readers Mm -hmm. and and all that. Yes. Well, so anyway, Jack freaks out and he tells this demon, he was like, "Uh, well, maybe the immortals haven't told you the truth either. Maybe you're lying. And. And the demon says, go to hell, brother, (coughs) said the thing. And it kicked violently against Jack's grip on its tail and broke free. Away it winged while Cole and Phyllis hung in the dimly lit void. Yeah, see, maybe you should shut the fuck up, Jack. (sighs) They clung together while the wreckage (laughs) of a world drifted by. She wept softly for a while. Cole held her tightly and patted her shoulder or stroked her head. But he was not thinking of her. He was thinking that they would be blown by the winds. But which way? In what general direction? Okay, so he's in his head for a while. They are floating in the abyss, holding each other. Perhaps the demons had managed to hide some of these. uh, I don't know. I missed it. I clearly didn't highlight something I should have highlighted. But anyway, um, talking about another cataclysm happening unfortunately for the demons they had been decimated also he opened his mouth to speak about his thoughts to phyllis and then he found that he could not the words would not come the silence imposed by the immortals extended even to a fellow demon so now that they know the truth they can no longer speak about the truth even to each other What? so he could only say when she looked at him and said what were you going to say jack i love you he said and he kissed her He's toxic. <laughs> yeah, this dude's sick, dude. Later, while he gazed over her shoulder, he thought how easily those words had come. It was true that he had spoken partly to ally her fears, allay her fears. Allay. Sorry, allay. And allay. to make her feel protected and a little more secure, yet did not this desire to do so mean that he loved her. Not a love based only on sexual attraction, though that was part of it, but a love based on her being human. Here comes another lost soul, he said. Phyllis twisted around in his embrace so that she could see also, but then that twisted them up and they started spiraling more. It had a long tubular body, brown and yellow, with a six with six slim tentacles at one end, six fins projecting at various angles from various places, and a fringe of serrated skin at the other. On the end nearest the two, people were 
two thick fleshy stalks, one on each side of the body. Each of these stalks bore two eyes in deep sockets, and Jack got the impression that they could focus as well as his own eyes. There was an opening in the end pointed at them. It had two thick crimson-colored lips that parted and closed. These, Jack surmised, were the valves for the air compression tube that the creature would use in its jet propulsion through the atmosphere. Because... Something I didn't tell you earlier, the demon was kind of describing that the next creatures to come into this world mm. would look freaky to you mm-hmm. and that they actually like sucked in air and propulsed themselves out there like mm. an ass blaster. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like how he did when he peed. Yeah, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So he recognized that this was maybe one of the new beings. Um, presently the thing was circling them cautiously, then apparently having decided they could do it no harm, it shot up to them and gently flicked Phyllis with one of the three slim tips of a tentacle. Phyllis screamed. The thing screamed also, and it sped away. It'll come back, said Jack. Sooner or later, we'll be its slaves, just as the demons were ours. Now I know how the demons felt, he thought. I want to warn these creatures that their actions here will influence their lives in another world, but I won't be able to. And so I'll get exasperated because they can't see what I so plainly see. I'll become angry with them because they're so blind, so stupid, and so wanting them to do the right thing. I'll hate them because they're being selfish, cruel, indifferent, arrogant, petty. I'll hate them, but at the same time, I'll love them. They'll ask me, (laughs) what is the truth? And I will not be able to tell them because they already know. What the? (laughs) That's the end of the book. Oh. How do they already know though? Because he didn't know. This is exhausting. No, they do know because it's like what we're going what through. We know, but we know, but we don't know. We don't know, and somebody knows, but they can't tell us. It's so. I felt very alone, like I was floating out in space. Twirling. Oh no, I might have to read the book. It's got a lot of highlights and scratches. That's okay. I don't know. I don't know. I might not need to. I'm going to warn you. There's some really blatant racism that we scratched out, <laughs> and we're like, okay, dude, like, fuck off. So anyway, that is Inside Outside, which made me look from the outside inside and from the inside outside. Yeah, I feel like I turned inside outside. I'm all upside down and switch ways and stuff. So anyway, you're more than welcome to take that book home. If anybody is interested in ever reading any of these (laughs) books that we are reading to you, we do skip a lot of stuff and we do make fun of a lot of them, but they, they do have some good context in them sometimes. Sometimes this one was Sometimes. this one was pretty interesting. So uh, you know, I don't know. Look it up on your local shopping network. You <laughs> <laughs> buy your books. The www <laughs> the worldwide web. <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much, everybody, for staying tuned with that crazy ass adventure. Next time on Bustles and Bangers, we will begin reading a traditional book that we like to read. You know, a romance novel that we're going to make fun of. But this one is called. Doctor Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's it's exciting. an autobiography. About <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did you get a doctorate in? <laughs> Being wonderful. Yeah. You'll have to read the book. Uh, you can get right. a certificate online. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. pay $120. Yeah, you, can, you can be a priest pretty no, quick. No, no, no. Yeah. It's very exclusive. It's very oh. Exclusive. No, you have to be invited. Sorry. To. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a cult thing. Yeah. It's a cult thing. We I got my, cur- my cult leader certification online. Yes. I thought yes. you were going to say t-shirts. Oh, that'd be cool, too. We're, we're going to have t-shirt. merch, too, when we create our cult. <laughs> Kendra, thank you so much for joining of us on another course, one of your joy. Always, mm-hmm. always. All right. Well, I love all of you. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.